0: This is the Uncover You podcast, and I'm Eva Beronius. I'm here to help you navigate your transformational journey so you can experience the you underneath the conditioning and unconscious beliefs. you always find the show notes over at selfmasteryandbeyond.com. Let's get to the core of things. Here's today's episode. Welcome back. In this episode... We will continue the conversation between Gary and I from the last episode where we talked about dreaming. So, if you haven't listened to that yet, I'll encourage you to go do that first, where we talk more about what dreaming is, what we mean when we say that word, how we use it. And in this episode, in the continued conversation, we'll talk more about some of our own experiences with having with dreaming for the first time. For me, that was in Teotihuacan, Mexico, and how my mind was resisting it. Now I had to take a leap of faith to go there. And Gary is sharing how his mentor, Miguel, started showing up while he was meditating. Not physically, but in his mind, in his imagination, in his dreaming state. So... We also want to leave you with some practical ways that you can practice your dreaming skills throughout your day if you are yearning, if you're longing to explore this more. So let's dive right back into the conversation between Gary and I. So, when I started, like, kind of crystallize what worked for me, for example, one thing that is usually like the big favorite. Chapter in Beyond the Mind for people Mm -hmm. is the one where we practice shifting between the narrow focus and the open focus. And you might have heard that before and people talking about open space meditations and, you know, focusing on space instead of matter, focusing on the silence between things and and all of that. But that wasn't enough guidance for me. (laughs) I needed to know... How the heck you got there so I started breaking it down into something that I could that my mind could relate to something I you know you do with your eyes when you're zooming in on one detail with your eyes yeah and then shifting from that zoomed in vision out into kind of daydream. dream so, eyes. so you
1: you took that kind of like general practice and you're like you you took your analytical mind with you and said what is happening here how's it changing my brain how's Each shift in focus And what's the mechanics behind
0: shifting out of it? Yeah. And then, like, really made it detailed like that and playing with it. So there are some things in there that I then, of course, put in the Beyond the Mind course. And, I mean, the whole reason that I created the Beyond the Mind course was that I have this (laughs) inspiration to share what I've discovered with others because I know that there are more people out there like me longing to experience themselves beyond their mind and even if they've started doing the self-mastery work and I could see that they were at the same place that I was like okay I understand this I'm hunting it I'm taking it apart and now what like there's more there's now where do I go where do I put my attention is there more to me than this? and if all of these are characters then then what am I?
1: Well, and it's and it's a tremendous value because it a lot of the resistance about oh, this is scary and what's gonna happen because all these beliefs are there kind of they think they're all helping us and protecting us and they're like, we're afraid we will we'll, you know go off without them. you know, but it, like what you're describing is you're giving them a way to like no, this is a safe place, it's fine to be as consciousness. From that point of view, you don't get cooked into the fear. So it's like all of this accelerates that whole self-mastery journey.
0: Oh, yes. And that was what I realized for me, too. And then bringing more and more clients into that of, oh, when you have more unidentified with your mind, which happens when you start having the experience, the direct experience of yourself as awareness, as consciousness... Because then you know that you feel the difference. (laughs) That's the dream of the mind, and this is me beyond the mind. I can observe my mind from there.
1: Can you describe? You you said that happened in Teotihuacan. Yes. What what was that?
0: (sighs) What was that like? (laughs) That was, uh, you know, my mind resisting for five days. (laughs) And then finally... (laughs) Finally, like surrendering, giving into the experience that something inside me wanted to guide me into.
1: You're walking around Teo, uh, spiritual journey, in intention oh for five god, days. Oh my god! Yes,
0: yes, in a lot of tension. So this was my first. This was my first journey to Teo. I'm a little Teo newbie. Um, showing up, don't know. I've done the self mastery work for.
1: Te- Teo is short for Teotihuacan, Teo yes. the place of the pyramids in Mexico.
0: Exactly. Um, <laughs> right, 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 right. an ancient spiritual university, uh, with ruin sites, pyramids, all that. So yes. Gary has been going to, been hosting journeys there for, for many years. For
1: 20 years. 20 so years. And going for about 25 years.
0: Yes. So I'm going, to, I've been doing the self mastery work, you know, go creating this spiritual warrior, this hunter character and like, oh my God, this is great. Shifting a lot of my old beliefs, shifting out of like, don't have panic attacks anymore. don't at all have the same anxiety level, like feeling much more elevated emotions. And I think I've jumped into one of the conference calls that you had back then. But then signing up for the for the TAO trip and like yeah, I'm 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 gonna do uh, one of those, not knowing at all. Never gone to any of those like a retreats, a, a spiritual power journey. What the heck is that yeah. even? Not knowing and like who's gonna be there. <laughs> like,
1: who Are these two? What kind of weirdos would show up to this thing, you know?
0: And like, am I one of them? Oh my god, what does that mean?
1: Okay, I'm gonna go, but I don't want to um, be one of them. Yeah, <laughs> they must be weird people. Yeah, so I'm
0: just gonna stay a little bit on the side here and, um, you know, you know make sure that I'm not jumping into a cold, uh, that <laughs> I'm not getting brainwashed, and
1: yeah, all of that. We don't bring a you know, no hibiscus tea the first day, <laughs> just keep that off the table.
0: So that's how I showed
1: really, up. But, really good,
0: so the, but So I, I felt very uh, <laughs> kind of conflicted. There was a part of me that was very, I could feel like the intent and the things that I wanted to shift and the things that I wanted to experience that I had a longing to experience were there. So I was very excited, but there was also this like skepticism, like mm, which I believe is good also, because I mean, that's what keeps you from going into cults. So that's, that's yeah. good. Yeah. But so showing up there, Felt scary, felt vulnerable, Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just me doing my self-mastery work at home, journaling, sitting by myself. But it's like, I'm going to show up with all my emotions and maybe reactions and scary things and vulnerable things in a group of people. So my mind was protecting me a lot that week. And I have...
1: Stayed by yourself and not talked to a lot of people.
0: Yeah, well both <laughs> feeling that narrative in the mind feeling you know we're work walking around on the grounds we're doing little ceremonies and rituals sitting in groups in the in in the grass and like what the hell am I part of this what do people around think of this this must look crazy to them this must be you know all the other tourists looking at this am I part of this crazy group now like what is this you know so so part of this narrative going like here over here (laughs) in my mind and that, of course, like my mind trying to keep me safe. Like, what is this? And this is how it's used to protect me from before. Were
1: you were you watching it tell you this? Yes. Oh, am I part of this group? And what are yes. other people thinking? And so you're watching it yeah. do all this. Yeah.
0: yeah. But also, I mean, my nervous system reacting to it. So I'm yeah. kind of sitting there in some tension and not being able to dive deep into some of the practice that we're doing. It was very new to me, too. Yeah.
1: Okay. But Yeah, because that, that kind of tension is like. Shows you what's in front, but also keeps you from going to the next level.
0: Yeah. So that's my mind, how I see it today. It's like, that was my mind trying to like stay in the mind, stay in the mind, stay in the mind. Mm. We need to be in control. We need to know what's happening. We need to know like.
1: Stay stay analytical, study the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And don't go into experience.
0: Yes. But then the, one of the last days when we do a big ceremony up on the pyramid of the sun which is the largest kind of pyramid there and I could feel that whole day like walking towards the grounds in in the morning I could feel this churning inside me I could feel like there's something that wants to happen that wants to be felt that wants to and it's just like moving inside of me I'm almost feeling (coughs) nauseous I'm almost like feeling sick like ugh. God and I'm I'm about I'm crying, I'm angry, I'm feeling all these emotions, and it's just while well, this is going on. So while we were having this ceremony walking out toward climbing the pyramid of the sun and just experiencing the consciousness, and you ask us there to connect with that consciousness of the pyramid of the sun, and there's like I can sense mm-hmm. I I'm I I'm dreaming at that point and I start to get images as walking up to the around the pyramid of the sun I could just feel that whole pyramid is light and it's just light and I am light and I'm light walking around the light so and part of my mind is like you're just imagining you're dreaming up these images like what well, that doesn't mean anything But it feels deeper, it feels like I'm receiving information, you know, in whatever language it wants to show up in and images is just one language. I feel this deeper. So like today I realized like, okay, I was, I'm dreaming there. I'm dreaming outside of my mind, something that doesn't make sense to my mind. And as we come up to the Pyramid of the Sun and we do this ceremony, I'm resisting that ceremony the <laughs> whole time. Because, again, it's this group thing, and we're all standing, like, huddled together and and uh, close to each other. And and you're guiding us into the ceremony. And I'm just aware of what, how weird this looks like and how weird it is and what people around will think. You're and
1: re- really in the story the mind has yes, about weirdness. so I'm so. just
0: feeling this. Yeah, you're uh, in- this tension in my whole body in my nervous system and like not even sure I want to be part of any of that I'm feeling my mind doing all that and then
1: are you aware that your your mind is doing that and you're missing something yeah and and feeling like one of the stories is I'm missing this and because I'm screwing it up I'm in fear
0: no it wasn't that strong it was more something in my nervous systems like it I can feel the tension and it doesn't want to it's it's fighting something. It's yeah. fighting you can tell, something. You can tell your like mind was fighting this something. The struggle, yeah. yeah, Or it's trying to hold hold me back from going there. Yeah. Yeah. So the ceremony breaks up. Like it's 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 over, and everyone is like, some people are just blissful and like, oh my god, that was amazing. And I just feel this big tension still, <laughs> but I feel like there is something here because I started feeling the dreaming on my way up on the pyramid of the sun, and I was like. It, there's there's something here for me, but it didn't work for me in that group thing <laughs> mm-hmm. right now. So I'm staying. I'm just dropping into meditation and I'm just sitting there. And someone stays with me and um, I'm just like, oh, things are going on. I'm just going to stay with this and see. And I can feel this big tension between the mind, between the nervous system that's like, no, 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 go, no, 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 no. And how I'm identified with that. And then I make a conscious choice and I say, okay, I'm here. Show me. <laughs> Show me what it is that you want to
1: tell me. You say that to? Inside,
0: inside. And to, at that point, but I you... think it was directed towards the, the pyramid yeah. because I could feel a consciousness, um, an energy in that, in that place. So I said it like, okay, show me, I'm, I'm open a little bit, still a little reluctant, like, but it was still, okay, I'm jumping in. I'm yes. So I made the conscious commitment, the intent of like. To
1: not do what your mind was screaming about. Yes. Not doing stories and like, I'm going to put my attention here.
0: Yeah. And then I have one of the strongest dreaming experiences that I've had in my life. Mm -hmm. Where I'm internally in meditation, but very much like a direct experience. I felt as I'm, I'm dropping down into the pyramid of the sun. And there's this empty space, this cave underneath it. And I'm in this cave. And I'm floating in the air. And I'm light. I can feel myself as light. I'm floating there. I'm spinning around slowly, slowly in the air. And I can feel the the pyramid around me as light. So it's like I'm in its womb. I'm in its center. Mm -hmm. And it's surrounding me. And then I start growing as I'm floating there. My light, the light of me starts growing out, out, out until it's so big that the pyramid of the sun is inside of me, it's in my womb. So I'm the larger body of light, and it's the smaller baby inside of me. And then I, I come out of that
1: experience.
0: And that's
1: does it feel?
0: It felt like knowing without having words for any of it yet. Mm -hmm. Not having a meaning, not having an understanding by the mind. But it was an experience and it felt peaceful. It felt... Um. Um, there's something more it felt um, divine Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it felt something beyond human emotions like emotional states it felt bigger bigger than me bigger than many things that I'd experienced like it wasn't just an emotion so that was my First big dreaming experience outside of the mind—a
1: <laughs> sense of yourself that I'm dreaming. I'm there's this whole world to explore. Yes, and the mind is try- is just I have to be separate from my mind to do. Yes. this.
0: Yes, yes. So, I mean, that experience changed my my perception of. I mean, many things, but I think ultimately it changed my perspective of myself as that skeptical, analytical person that has to have everything under control. No, if I could have that experience, I was like, there's more to me. There's more to me than that. So it changed my the old identity that I used to believe in about who <laughs> I was and about what I was.
1: Yeah, it's that it was no longer who Who am I, it's like what am I?
0: Yeah, both in a way. At that point it changed did both.
1: It, did it make you more curious or did you feel like you had an answer then? Or?
0: Oh, it made me a lot more curious. If I can experience, th- I want more of that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I okay, want... if, I could, if I could do that, what else could I do? What else can I do?
0: What else can I, what <laughs> else can I experience? What else, What other messages and, and and dreams are there to have
1: out there? So So this is is for me at this point of the journey, things like that would happen. You're like, oh, all those people that are, you know, where, where you're like, they're in the analytical mind and like, oh, fear is this, uh, what will people think? And, uh, is this being weird? You know, living like that is crazy.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Oh man. When I came back to Teo next
1: year, I was (laughs) It's like if, if all this is possible, and like yeah. the way you can dream and the way you can feel and your imagination being free yeah. and and exploration, like yeah. and you don't go do it, yes. you don't feel that way. Yeah, I'm like, well, who
0: wouldn't do that? Oh, next year in Teo, I was all in. I was, you know, I've <laughs> gone through many phases, as you do, on this journey. But there, then I was like, oh, then I've been to Peru and done all these ceremonies and then gone to, you know. Uh, yoga teacher training and and done shamanic work and i've done all this so then i have like my pendulum has swung like all the way over to the spiritual identity side and then there were awakenings again and again from that narrative from that identity and from the new versions of the mind
1: it just Mm, wants to build stories of who you are from that yeah yeah then the spiritual ego really takes off
0: But at least (laughs) that dream, the spiritual dream was a completely new dream for my mind that I hadn't, so this, this is me practicing being the dreamer from being the analytical person with everything under control to like, Oh no, I'm the barefoot hippie over here. And, (laughs) and being this spiritual, that was a new dream to me. That was a new box that was dreaming me outside of the old program. Mm,
1: Being all spiritual. Yeah. Okay.
0: But. So that formed a lot of new neural pathways for me, but then kept going, kept going, keep dreaming. Okay, outside that program and outside outside programs overall, outside the mind overall. So that's when it became a journey of how do I get to there? How do I get to beyond the mind? How do I get to experience myself as conscious dream from there? And than seeing other people struggling with the same thing, struggling and longing, having that deeper yearning and the desire.
1: Yeah. And like, and like you described it sitting there during the week, feeling the tension, something inside you that can't communicate what you're going to go experience. Yeah. Feeling a push, but feeling a resistance. So you mostly you're experiencing tension. But something inside drawing you, inviting you, that you, in a way, have to consciously say, yes, I'm going to go take that leap of faith.
0: I'm going to step through the door.
1: I'm going to leave what my mind says is safe, which is all it knows is its stories and its analysis and its intellect. And just go, I'm going to go to dream. Yeah. Something brand new and unexplored. That, that's... Like, yeah, you you're inspired to like go take people.
0: Yes, and I think for through me through that process. Yes, and that's why you know a lot of people that show us up have the to me into my courses and to as private coaching clients too are have that background of being used to really operating from their mind, being in control of things and having feeling that that's the safe space. So accomplishing things in the world has often not been a problem for them and just, um, but then not often wondering if it's possible for them to experience themselves as something else because it feels so rigid. It feels so kind of stuck this old pattern Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of control of understanding of analyzing taking apart so it's and to and that's that's what i feel is part of my mission i want (laughs) to let people know that it is possible Mm -hmm. even with that kind of mind program of being analytical understanding so that's For me, I mean, my life has changed so completely. Dreaming myself into life from this awareness that I am consciousness is a whole different way of living.
1: Talk about how you use dreaming to create a new life.
0: It's, it's, it's all about dreaming.
1: (laughs) Well, everything is dreaming. Yeah. dreaming is part of everything. Yeah.
0: So the, the, the the question is just like, how aware are you throughout your day of that dreaming? So I use it for, oh, in so many different ways. I use it when.
1: Consciously, intentfully.
0: Yeah. I use it when I set intent for how I want to grow my business. I use it, what kind, of, what kind of courses I want to create, what kind of transformation that I want my clients to have, what kind of change I want to be part of in the world. I dream how I want the world to be. I dream how I want my relationships with my partner and with my, my, my daughter and with my friends to be like. I dream how I want the relationship with myself to be like um how i want to meet myself how i want to love myself but i also dream in a way that's not so much about me <laughs> because all of those things are kind of centered through the around the human eva mm-hmm. and i i love that human Like, she's great, and and I want her to have great experiences in life and dream her life the way she wants to, and let that keep shifting and changing. But to me, the dreaming is also being out for a walk in nature and connect to that dream of that forest. Because when I started experiencing myself as consciousness, now I can sense consciousness in everything else. I can sense it in places. I can sense it in a stream, in a river. I can sense it in the ocean. I can sense it in a tree, in a flower. I can sense it when going to Teotihuacan. I can sense the consciousness of that place. I can sense the consciousness of the masters, the teachers that have built it, that have left their consciousness there. So just for me to go on a walk in the forest. And connect with the dream. Let that dream dream me. Let that dream in to Mm -hmm. my dream.
1: It's the pleasure to dream the dream of forest and the trees and the water and the sky.
0: And then you also start recognizing what dreams feels good and what feels less good. Like going and sitting, you know, going through um, the morning traffic into town. (laughs) Going on the subway on a busy uh,
1: yeah. commute. How do you... you can
0: feel the dream around you of busyness, of stress. Like, do I want to take that dream out? Or do I want to transmit a different dream that's coming from inside me and out? So that's, for me, a lot the conscious dreamer. Like, you're now, you're the one in charge of your dream. You can shift it, and move it. You can let other dreams in, but you're transmitting the dream that you want out into the world.
1: I see it as a skill. You know, it's not like oh, somebody's special or somebody can do that or not oh, do that. No, um,
0: I th- we're all doing it all, unconsciously we're all, we're all, we're all, or consciously.
1: Yeah, it's like there's there's we've been programmed to dream a certain way. You know, I was in the um, engineer, and I dreamed as an engineer and I was in Navy and I dreamed as a, my identity as a Naval officer. But if you go back, like watch little kids, yeah. the creativity and the imagination, we all have that. Yeah. That we build whole worlds with our toys and with a cardboard box. And what we've been in the conditioning is like build a rigid version of ourself and a build a rigid version in our mind of what's possible and who we are and what's okay and what's not okay. And, don't go there. That's scary. That's weird. All of those judgment stories. This becomes a rigid box we're inside, and you know. Okay, so deconstruct the beliefs that make up that box, and open your imagination to whole other possibilities of who you can be, what the world can be, what a relationship could be. You know, it's like you have to reclaim that territory of the imagination. Yeah. And put in there and and dreams you want to dream.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well, how did that process look like for you? Because, I mean, you're also coming from a kind of analytical dream, like you touched on. Okay, you have the engineering background and the naval officers, like very strict and... When you started having experiences of dreaming of yourself as consciousness, how did your mind react to that? How was that transition for you?
1: Skepticism, fear. Uh, I, I think of the, the first one of the first ones uh, that comes to mind. That like the reaction, the reaction of the mind. Yeah. All right. So. I didn't have a lot of tools. I didn't have a course. I didn't have an online, you know, I'd show up to events with Miguel and I kind of had a rough idea of some things to do. Okay, pay attention to dreams, write them down, uh, do some meditation and, and hunt my fears were the first kind of three tasks. And later I got into an apprenticeship with him and, um, but I was, I think, you know, the first time like kind of dreaming of what might be beyond the mind. And uh, uh, so I was meditating. I was regularly meditating every evening before I'd sleep. <laughs> I'm meditating. And I'm like, um, I'm. Li- I, I,
0: you're by yourself at this point. It's like your evening. I'm, I'm at my med- parents' house. This yeah.
1: Time. Mm. Uh, and so it's your
0: evening meditation by yourself. My evening
1: meditation by myself in my bedroom. And. Miguel shows up. I feel him. Like, I kind of have an he's idea. He's not
0: knocking on your physical he's door He's not knocking to the on door, the physical room. door,
1: but it's so real, like, Miguel is here. I probably had been on one power journey with him so far. Mm. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah, something like that. And I feel like, like, I just know Miguel's here. Well, that can't be, and I dismiss it. Like, you know, after six or seven times, three or four times, I'm like, no, Miguel's here what, okay, whatever. And I I like so much so that I open my eyes, I look around the room, like, is he here? And I'm like, no, he's not here physically. I close my eyes and I'm like, could he be here, like, presence? No. And then I just keep coming, like, he's here. I open my eyes again, look around, like, okay, he's here, but not physically. Okay, so I finally accept, the my mind finally accepts he's here as consciousness. You know, I wouldn't have that language at the time. And he's calling me, he's like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> and I'm like, go where? We're here. And he's like, let's go. And I'm like, I guess we're, good. I guess we go. And I don't know, you know, it happened by accident The first, at first, you know, but I like, I leave my body and now I'm traveling with him mm. and it was, so that, that's, I think it's the scene in Contact where Jodie Foster's at the end dropping through.
0: Yeah. And
1: she's like traveling through this wormhole. Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, yeah, I did that. That's
0: it. I, I know
1: that. Yeah. You know, and we pop out and he's showing me things. And, uh, and he's teaching me. You know, and then at some point I'm back in my body and I'm there in the room meditating. I'm like, and it took a little while for the mind to then start making a narrative story. Yeah. That was fearful. Mm. You know, and, and I think.
0: How long after minutes, hours, days?
1: Uh, it, it, the fear story developed and I was probably about, got stronger over about three days. Mm. You know, to where I'm calling my friend, who it you know, was like introducing me. I've been working with him a couple of years and going, okay, this happened. Am I going crazy? That was the fear story that was developing from the mind yeah. that this new experience happened. Yeah. And, you know, because, okay, this did not fit with, you know, all my engineering Studies. <laughs> it was nothing that was in the yeah. It wasn't you know, in the curriculum
0: for the engineering. And I wasn't uh, in
1: education. control, and so the mind wanted to like, yeah. or we could say the mind, the program that was dreaming me of the mind was no longer in control of me, and it's what would became afraid because I was like shaking the box, and the box was afraid that with this new experience and put a hole in the box. In the box. <laughs> my mind didn't like that. So what I what I would come to realize later is my mind was afraid, but I and I could feel it, but I wasn't. Yeah. And so and she's like, Oh yeah, that's fine, kinda of like, You're fine. You know, kinda of like, Oh, okay. Well then all right. So I was easy to believe her and that was whatever reassurance and let's continue on. Yeah. But that's
0: And then later I know you're Dreaming practice with <laughs> Miguel just you know kept growing and expanding because later on with him you did a whole dreaming group. Oh,
1: this was didn't did, I mean I was with him a couple power journeys a year, and then it was like in 2000, 2000 I think uh, he started even just to teach in a dreaming group, which goes to what he studied with his mother, which was this very intensive practice. And so uh, it was about 40 of us, and we met together a weekend every month with Miguel and did this, would sit for hours.
0: And just to be clear, if someone's listening to this who doesn't know you or us, which Miguel are we talking about Miguel.
1: Oh, sorry, Miguel Ruiz. Yeah. You know, author of The Four Agreements, The Fifth Agreement, The
0: um, Art of 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 Living and Dying, from the Toltec tradition in Mexico.
1: What, what that is we'll call Nawal background of Toltec and that you know it's like even at, at that point in like 2000 he's like even let that whole tradition go and he's yeah. like okay we're not using any of that language anymore and that and, box
0: is also gone
1: yeah it's just it was just a system yeah uh like every spiritual tradition has a system all pointing to a kind of a, the same truth yeah uh, because he's he didn't teach as much Toltec, so much as he taught, you know, from a Christian point of view, and Moses, and Buddhists, and Hindu. I mean, taught these practices from the Tarot, yeah, and all these different traditions, yeah. So that you know, we, we were never going to get comfortable or, or locked into any one of them because it's like, well, that's just a system, yeah. It's like use it, use it to get the truth you want out of it, but don't get trapped in the system,
0: which is also dreaming. Skill huh, yeah, dreaming these different consciousness of the different religions of the different yeah. teachings out yeah. there,
1: yeah, and so so yeah, there it became kind of very typical to go into and have dreams of other yeah, all sorts of things, yeah,
0: so what would you say is the I mean, we've, we've talked about it with different stories, but how could we summarize for people listening? Like, what, what is the reason moving from the hunter into the dreamer? And I think I've, I've mentioned this before, but it's not about letting completely go of the hunter identity, but it's like keeping the hunter skills and applying them when needed, but also adding the dreaming skills. Like, what is the big benefit of that? What's the... Why would you want to do that? If you haven't been convinced by the stories we've been telling.
1: <sighs> I've, I've got so many different directions to go, just how your life is better. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but... You need an awareness of what you... Let's say you want to deconstruct the programming of the belief system that's creating suffering. You want to deconstruct it. And I talk about this in the gratitude exercise. If you if you aren't aware of yourself as a dreamer, as consciousness, you know, the, what is that program belief so That's the mind. Like, you're in the mind. It's giving you an identity and say, your name is Gary, and you're an engineer, and you're uh, have this history and this is your identity, and it and it defines what you are with all those labels and ideas, beliefs, and as you want to get out of this realm of suffering that the mind is pushing you through with all these narrative stories, right? But the house, the box you're taking apart, is what you're you're inside of it, and it's used to protect you. So so it's like you can't dismantle and crash the house that you're in. Your mind will you'll go to fear because you as the identity inside of it, if you limit it yourself that small, will want to rebuild the box every time you take a wall down and you're like I know we need that because we are what's inside of it. Yeah. But when you go beyond the mind, you leave it and you're like, oh, that thing over there. No, like, I don't think, I, I don't really need that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't need that story and I don't need to live that way and I don't need to have that fear and I don't need to have that, I don't need to try and go be perfect. Like, and so... You can change a lot from within yeah. and let go a lot of things. But at a certain point, you can't get fully free of the mind and limiting beliefs until you're aware of yourself as the artist that can create and let go. And so dreaming is a, is a skill set and... And a natural evolution of awareness at a certain point, that, like you have to move, you've punched enough holes in the walls of your ego mind box that you're like, you you start moving outward. And so having a roadmap of how to do that, like you do in the Beyond the Mind course, like having like, oh, here's a step-by-step process that's gonna, you're gonna understand the the resistance the mind is gonna have and navigate through its fears. Uh, you know, that's where the, the, the that's where the f- real freedom becomes possible, and that's where you can move on to imagining yourself different, your life different, your relationships different, in in ways that your mind, your existing mind that we've been programmed with in a limited way, does not have a model for.
0: Yeah. No, there are no words. There, there is not a map because the the mind, the mind dreams what the mind knows. The mind will dream things from ones and zeros, from what it's been built well, from. The code has been built from.
1: And the and the strongest memories, the code is made of fear. Yes. Okay, because fear and pain is what most of those strong beliefs are made from. Because love just flows through and everything in love. Like, we can just continue. So all the good experiences of love and joy, like, we haven't had to make an agreement about that. Yeah. A belief. We just just flow on. But the stuff that, that is painful that then we're afraid of having, like, we start to build rules of what we have to do and can't do and who we have to be and who we are afraid not to be. That's the stuff that builds the walls. That's and so st- it's pain sticks. and fear mm-hmm. that sticks. And so that's the emotional stuff to move through. And that stops the love from flowing.
0: Which is interesting that you mentioned because today for me it's 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 the opposite. I'm 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 dreaming the experiences of love and expanding that experience of love, making Mm -hmm. it grow. I mean, no one taught me that in school or (laughs) at home, but now that I have the skills, I dream, I dream dream from love and I expand into that. So they become big imprints. Mm -hmm. And I see, I feel, and I see that changing my mind, just dreaming that dream of love from consciousness It's changing how my mind works. So now my mind, this is something that I talk about early on in the Beyond the Mind course, that like, hey, yes, the mind will resist this change at first. It doesn't mean that you will live in a conflict with your mind for the rest of your life because you're shifting out into consciousness. Because I'm making a point in there that... The mind is not a very good CEO. <laughs> I mean, we've put it in charge because we've identified with it and thought, this is me, this is this is what I am. And we put it in charge. We put it on top of the hierarchy. Mm-hmm. But it's not a very good leader. It's a great storyteller. It's a great, you know, dreamer and and someone that can go create things like it's that filter that where we can dream bigger from mm-hmm. consciousness. And it's what makes us making it real into the world and making us, help us understand the world and and put it into language and symbolism and, but it's not a very good leader. But your consciousness, you from consciousness is a great leader. And when that leader is more put into place, and this is a process over time, but when that leader is put into place, your mind likes it. My mind loves that. It's like it's aligning with it,
1: but yeah, because you're also aligning it with your heart and love, yes. Okay, it's joyful, yes. You know, so why, why, you know, move into this level of being a conscious dreamer? Is that because that's where the love and joy is experienced, yes. You know, you can't do it through analysis,
0: no, and you're not going to have that
1: free your imagination and. And it will be upsetting because you're going to go deconstruct the old box. Yes. You know, when I say upsetting, upsetting to the mind. And,
0: yeah. Not like upsetting said, to but, you, but the then, core of but you. But then
1: you're going to be really happy oh. that the mind is collapsing.
0: Yes. You know what I mean? And like, the mind will change. And it, yeah. I I feel it align with yeah. this new... With the yeah. unconditional love. It starts forming new beliefs. Yeah. It starts forming new narratives to live from. Yeah. It starts seeing the world differently. So it's not that you have to live in conflict with your mind. And in this tension and resistance the rest of your life. Because you move out into consciousness. No. Yeah. The mind will follow when this new leader. When this new CEO yeah. is in place inside of you. Yeah. But. And. Yeah. So I want to I finish this off. with talking about. Ways to practice dreaming. And I mean, one of the very obvious things, of course, (laughs) since we're here, is to uh, join Beyond the Mind, the online dreaming journey, where we practice the skills of you experiencing yourself beyond the mind, and not as an idea... We're going to bring the mind on board so it understands what we're doing and why and give it very clear t- techniques that I've kind of broken down into steps.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it will bring you into the direct experience of yourself beyond your mind. Mm-hmm. And when, when you start to have these experiences, this is when we can start having fun. Like Gary said, now we can connect with the consciousness in your heart and you can experience that consciousness and open your heart. You can start... Connecting with the consciousness in others and in the world around you and start creating your dream. So from there, the dreamer, you become the artist of your life. So if you happen to listen to this while when it's being released, the doors to be on the mind is open right now. I open them around like once every year. And they're open right now. We're taking in new members to start a new journey, a new 20-week journey. And we're closing the doors on May 10th, Monday, May 10th, uh, evening Pacific U.S. time.
1: 2021, this time.
0: 2021, if you're listening to this later. And if you're listening to this later than that, then you can use the same URL, the same address to go look up when the next round is gonna be and if you want to sign up for the wait list and you find all the info on selfmasteryandbeyond.com slash beyond the mind. So selfmasteryandbeyond com slash beyond the mind.
1: And you'll put a link in the show notes.
0: Yes, I'll put a link
1: in the show notes.
0: And um Yes.
1: Because it's a smart... I mean, I watched you put that course together and listened to it, and I'm just like, man, this is so clever. This is the way you've deconstructed into very practical steps to move into consciousness. I was like, wow. You know, it was like, you've reversed engineered it. <laughs> <We're> really, <laughs> Taking really, it apart,
0: taking the radio apart. and
1: Yeah, and taught people it. how to build it, and giving them the skill set because... You know, you go do a meditation course, and you've talked about this, and you're like, okay, go, let go of your thoughts. And you're like, well, how do you do that? Yeah. Or go move into open space. How do you do that? Yes. Like, what is that? And you're like, and you very practical ways, first step, okay, we'll do this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and give it like, oh. And they, you know, you know how to do it because some of this we were like, what are you moving with your imagination, your attention, feeling that is very kind of abstract. Mm. So to have somebody explain it is, and, and in a practical way, is not easy to do. So it's impressive what you've done.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it was the only way it would work for me, I think. It, yeah. yeah i I wasn't happy with with the instructions that I got or many of the instructions that I got out there yeah. because I found they were they were either one of two they were like either they were very analytical
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I lacked the feeling I lacked the heart, I lack the dream because mm-hmm. I've had that experience of consciousness and I wanted to connect with. You know, the teacher's consciousness, and I wanted that to bring me there. Mm -hmm. And so if it became too dry, too theoretical, Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't feel it. I don't Mm. know. It's just words to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, or it was on the other scale where it was just feeling and it's just like, oh, just go with the flow and just (laughs) let go of your thoughts and just float downstream of the stream of consciousness. And I was just like, my mind would go, I don't know how to do that. Like, that's just like, where is that stream of
1: consciousness?
0: Fluffy and woo woo. Like, and my mind started reacting to all these words, you know, that was too woo woo and spiritual. So I wanted to combine something that would be. Both that you could follow along and understand that was broken down into steps, but where you could still feel the consciousness, the heart,
1: the dream. And a lot of a lot of attention to that point of choice. Like when you talk about sitting on the pyramid of the sun, a lot of awareness and and time with people. What is the mind doing? Yes. And observing the observing mind while
0: it. we're taking this journey
1: and seeing how it wants to resist you taking it and all the little things you can do along the way to a relax yeah, so that you're more comfortable. Oh, I'm going to take this choice. I'm going to take this leap maybe in a small way. And, you know, it's not necessarily dive into a pyramid and go to light <laughs> uh, first step, but like in a way that the mind is able to handle and, but a lot of awareness sitting in that space of what's happening with the mind so that you grow an awareness so that you are able to then make a choice. So like that is that's that's a whole gestation process of awareness growing. Yeah. To be with the mind while it's in that state of resistance that you you cover you know, all throughout the course, because it's going to show up, it's going to, it's going to happen.
0: Oh, yes. And the mind is going to create all these different obstacles in forms of expectations and images of what this should be and look like. Just, I'm just dreaming now, like, how different minds listening to this episode will dream different versions of dreaming, like what that is, and what consciousness looks like. And some of you listening might think that, oh, they've described like this images that they were dreaming. So that's what dreaming means. Like, oh, it's it's always images and you're going to have these, you're going to see visions. Like, no, that's just one way. And for me, it's so much more about feeling and sensing. So that's why I spent that's- a lot of time in that course also, learning to just experience the difference between thinking and feeling, thinking and yeah. sensing.
1: Partic- particularly for for the people who you know our clients are kind of high level thinkers and analytical and they're, yeah. they're engineers and programmers and and such and so it's like well, artists y- actors yeah, yeah directors doc- doctors yes. yeah there's all of that you like what but b- all the schooling we have has left us in our head yeah like so that's everybody yeah. years of school like okay but what's f- direct feeling was direct feeling and so You know, I think for me now, dreaming is principally it's a feeling experience. It's a love flow. You know, that's how I like to dream. Yes, it's like oh, it's all about how do I want it to feel.
0: Yes, and it might show up in different languages, like images or like thoughts, but it's the feeling underneath. Yeah. So. Yeah. This. This. So, if you're (laughs) curious and if you really want to dive into this skill learning the skills of experiencing yourself beyond the mind you're very welcome into the beyond the mind course and I would encourage you especially if you're maybe thinking about going to the power journey in Mexico in Teotihuacan um combining the two because I've also set it up and especially this time because we hope we'll be be able to go in October 2021 after the whole. Pandemic situation has settled down a little bit, but preparing yourself to experience Tao, experience Mm -hmm. that place from a more sensing, feeling, dreaming state than trying to think your way through it or trying to resist your way through it that I did my first time, which is also, Mm -hmm. you know, fine. You're (laughs) going to be fine. You're going to get there. It all has its place. Mm -hmm. But if you feel like, oh, I want to, I want to jump. I want to explore what else I am Mm -hmm. beyond the mind, then taking that course, coming to Teo, because that's how I experienced it going to the retreats. And I wanted to make it available for people that also cannot go to retreats, to physical in-person retreats, that you can take that journey and feel that from the comfort of your own home
1: the consciousness that's in Teotihuacan and you know not limited by what your program belief says is yeah the story
0: yeah but other than that if you're not ready to jump into beyond the mind Gary what would you say and I want to share something too like would be a way of just like practically practice your dreaming skills like in your everyday life
1: Anything where you are extending your imagination in a new way. Okay. It doesn't have to be complicated, but uh, first of all, any new experience. Yeah. Get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Go travel someplace new, although in the time of COVID, you know, travel someplace new, have a different conversation, start a different conversation. So, I mean, those are, those are little ways to give yourself experience to move beyond your normal routines of the box, okay? Uh, you know, but you can do that by painting. Be, be, practice being an artist where you're like, what are you going to to engage your mind in a visual way and get out of a story and lose yourself there. You lose yourself there, but you're going to experience yourself and your mind and your relationship in a different way. You can do it with music. You can do it with dancing, uh, a guided journey. But then ideally, you want to be able to guide your own journey. You want to be able to sit and meditate and not just follow a guide of, you know, who, whatever the app journey is, but go on a journey that's where then you have the skills to take control of your attention. Say, okay, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go dream. What do I want my relationship to feel like? And open and and have that ex- space that you can imagine feeling it. So that's, that's extending the level down the road, perhaps I didn't have that skill in the beginning. Uh, but a practical way is like read fantasy. I didn't think of this, you know. I, I you know, it's like, but, but to imagine a different world, mm. you know, reading *Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy*. <sighs> you know, just nonsense that's funny and entertaining, or *Harry Potter*. Reading, reading a book. The
0: Chronicles of Narnia, which I read when I was a kid, you know, over and over again.
1: But to open your mind of great stories and adventures that you, your imagination is dreaming into a world as you read that book, you know. And I think that's that's more effective than, say, watching a movie. You're just absorbing the dream that somebody else made, but yeah, allowing yourself to go on a journey, say with a great story that you're reading, yeah, that that makes it come alive in your mind in a way that your mind isn't being run by a analysis, fear, uh, limitation.
0: And then there are some really good movies that talks about dreaming. You know, I'm thinking about the movie Inception. You know, that where they go create, where they're architects and go create worlds like dreams within dreams within dreams. So, you know, those kind yeah. of movies help you kind of
1: spark your... Get you out of the box. Yeah, yeah and those, get you in touch surprise. with
0: with that idea of yourself as the architect, of yourself as the director, of yourself as the dreamer.
1: Yeah, to, to stretch your imagination. Yeah, anything where you're stretching your imagination. So, yeah, yeah those are good movies. I'll have to repost my, my movie list. Uh-huh.
0: Oh. Mhm. And something that I that I want to share except I second everything that Gary said. Yeah.
1: Those are those are intro ways to do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Another way to I like something that I have found being effective for me is to have these little questions <laughs> that you can ask yourself. Throughout your day, that's just... You become a little program, a little mantra Mm -hmm. in your head that you can repeat to yourself when you wake up, when you brush your teeth, when you look in the mirror, when you drive to work, when you take a walk, when you while you're cooking. And one of those that's been... I mean, one that I know is very common is repeating to yourself, I am dreaming. Or ask yourself the question, am I dreaming? That one... Never had a really deep impact on me, like I've been playing with it. Mm -hmm. But one that has had a deep impact and a big effect on me is just telling myself I am something way more strange than I'm imagining myself to be. (laughs) So that's a statement that I then kept making. Throughout the day, just rem- a reminder, like whatever I'm dreaming, whatever I th- think myself to be, it's not it. I'm something way more strange and way more formless and something beyond that.
1: Always, the word strange to you doesn't have like this judgmental, fearful, weird no. connotation. No, strange, no. like in a good way. I'm so much more different. Yeah, if different. that word strange has that connotation, then yeah. use the word different. Yeah, feel yeah. free to yeah. to
0: change that. So it works for you. But for me, the word strange worked because that's like, intrigues me like, Oh, I'm stranger than this. I'm stranger than this person, this human standing here, Mm -hmm. making a salad like, Oh, I'm I'm dreaming myself doing that. But what am I beyond that dream? Who is dreaming? Like I'm something formless, something that I don't know what it is. So just that reminder for me has like kind of opened up my perception and my imagination.
1: Yeah. So if I'm going to throw in a question, I'd say, I would say I'm dreaming, but i like to phrase it as my mind is dreaming. Yeah. And there's an awareness of yourself separate from the mind in that phrasing. Mm -hmm. And then you can add like, my mind is dreaming and it's probably dreaming in a very limited and often fearful way. Mm. That is only just one option. So it's like, I'm aware my mind is dreaming and it dreams in a limited way. So,
0: according to a certain set of rules and
1: beliefs, usually made out of pain and fear. And it's like, yeah. Yeah.
0: Thank you for Thank the conversation. You. I think this was a good first try, first good stab at uh, diving into this vast <laughs> topic of dreaming
1: which is everything we experience
0: which is everything we do all the time every day
1: Um, oh yeah there's reality and truth too but we didn't get to that
0: yeah (laughs) that's a different episode thank you thank you thank you for listening and if this was helpful to you i appreciate a review in the podcast app that you're using until
1: next week